0: Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and you might wonder why I just did that with my voice. Well, fun fact there's a tantric breathing technique where you do what's called four-stage breath control and you do your exhalations the the way that I, the way that you just heard me do it. And as you do this, you close your mouth when you're about 60, 70% finished with your exhalation and you kind of focus on creating vibrations. And this is something that will make your voice a bit more powerful and deep. In fact, a Bulgarian girl told me at a party just the other day that I sounded a little bit like Darth Vader, which I'll take as a compliment and it's largely because of this breathing exercise that i do but you do sound a little bit like darth vader snoring while you're doing it fun fact so this is the limitless mindset q and a session we've got some great questions I'll start with a comment by a guy named John Doe. Probably not his real name, but that's okay. Anonymity Anonymity has its value, does it not? And he said, started listening to my ADHD video after some time, my thoughts gone there and there. Your video is way too long, man. I I I lost it. I I couldn't stick with your video because it was it was it was so long well john doe i'm going to challenge you a little bit on this this attention issue that you're describing uh, if you are unable to watch my video about adhd and my video is less than 30 minutes long if you're unable to watch it uh, completely or pay attention to it or put it on in the background and while you're doing something else and you know still pay enough attention to it that you're able to take something away from it valuably, this is indicative of a real problem that you have. And this is this is a bit of an insidious problem because we live in this day and age of instant satisfaction and instantaneous amusement, we uh, live in a day and age where where so much uh, gratification is available to us at our fingertips at any moment. However, truly accomplishing anything in life, uh, any type of success in happiness, in relationships, in career, in school, any type of success, accomplishing anything meaningful acquires attention. If you're not able to focus on something meaningful for 30 minutes, you're really really just not going to get anywhere in life. You really might as well just go back to porn and video games and weed because... That's that's about that's about as far as you're gonna get in life. Attention really is a skill set that is worth developing, which is kind of what I was saying in the ADHD video that I did about how I personally have pretty much overcome my own ADHD. So, uh, however, uh, <laughs> so there's a little bit of there's a little bit of tough love, a little bit of uh, judgment, a little bit of harsh truth. For you, a little bit of a red pill, as they say. But I'm going to give you two recommendations, two really strategic, actionable things that you can do to help to uh, give yourself a whole lot better attentional control. First of all, I'm going to suggest a smart drug that's called modafinil, and modafinil is really infamous for making people very very focused on a single task it will make you somewhat myopic where you're going to have all your attention on the thing that is in front of you and your mind is not going to be traveling into the past or the future like a uh, like that car and back to the future you're just going to be really focused uh, almost to a fault almost to uh, the detriment of other things going on in your life. You're going to have really amazing attention. And that's one drug called modafinil. And then there's a second drug called oxiracetam, which has a very, it, it, well, the effect, it, it ends up being kind of the same benefit, but experientially, it's nowhere near as intense. Modafinil can be kind of intense for some people whereas oxyracetam makes you more focused and it makes you more disciplined but it's not so much of a lucid experience it's not so much of a something that's going to make you feel real different than modafinil will but the end effect is pretty similar that you're just going to be real focused you're going to be able to uh, sit down with a book, sit down with something you're studying, sit down with something that you need to work on on your computer for example, and focus on that for 60 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours, and you're not going to be really tempted by YouTube and Facebook and notifications popping up on your phone. So good, good luck with your ADHD, I, I hope you can overcome it, There's there's a great life to be had for people that can that can tame the uh, the impetuous stallion that is their attention. And those two drugs, modafinil and oxyracetam, I will link to them in the podcast show notes for this. So I hope you'll check that out, John Doe. Next question we hear from Scott. He said, I'm a subscriber to your YouTube channel. It's great stuff. I appreciate your videos. I was wondering if in your experiments with all the tricks you tried, you came across one that gives you a noticeable creativity boost. And he is doing creative writing. He wants to be able to reach that creative writing flow state a whole lot more frequently. He mentioned other Nootropics he's taking, such as venpocetine, rhodiolarola, ginkgo biloba, and L-theanine, along with phenylparacetam. And he says that phenylparacetam, he feels like, is helpful for doing logical tasks. I agree with that. And that it sometimes hinders the creative tasks. And yeah, phenylparacetam is... uh, in the studies that talk about it it's mentioned that it's particularly good for mathematical type tasks so really kind of kind of the opposite of what you're looking for with doing creative writing you know when you're doing creative writing you want your mind to be really almost as open as possible you want to be able to draw inspiration from from your other literary influences, from your own personal life experiences, from the uh, emotions of the day, right? And uh, phenylparacetam, the racetams in general are just really not great for that. And you also mentioned TNeptine. I don't think you'll find TNeptine real helpful for creativity. TNeptine, again, it's, it's a real classic Mood agent, and I did my meta analysis of tneptine recently. You probably saw it, and it there really weren't very many people that were talking about it being good for creativity. Although, for some people, turning that mood switch, turning up the brightness on light, turning up the brightness on life that tneptine does that can be really helpful for some people. So you might want to try TNF time. The other things you mentioned, I think rhodiola, ginkgo, and L-theanine are pretty good creative nootropics, but there is one nootropic that really, as far as creativity, it blows all these other things out of the water. There's, There's, I really don't think there's any other nootropic that can touch it, and that would be nicotine. That's right. So when you think about really great artists and uh, great writers throughout history, you're uh, Anne Rhine, Tolstoy, Dostoevsky, J.R.R. T- Tolkien, Oscar Wilde. These people were all infamous, voracious smokers. And you, uh, there's, there's this portrait that we have kind of in our minds of creative types. And they almost always have a, a cigarette. In their hand don't they and there's there's a f- real pharmacological reason for the stereotype of the smoking ingenious creative and that's because nicotine has a particularly potent effect of firing up the default network and so the default network is the part of your mind that Let's say you're in the shower or you're waiting at a red light in traffic or you're at the gym and you're really focused on just kind of the present task in front of you and then some fairly ingenious solution, some fairly some spark of creativity will just jump out at you from your unconscious and you'll be like, "Wow, that's a that's a really great idea. And, you know, maybe you'll run and write it down just at that moment and then go back to what you're doing. And then once you're sitting down in front of your computer doing the creative writing mode again, you'll return back to that, uh, that spark of genius that jumped out at you. And sometimes uh, in retrospect, coming back to them, it's not, it's not quite as genius as it seemed at the moment. But sometimes it is sometimes your very best ideas your very best solutions to problems will come to you from the default network and nicotine in combination with meditation is really great for this so what i will do is i'll do a little drop of the nicotine usb solution because you take it you take it in a liquid solution it's a little bit different than some of these other nootropics that you're taking in capsules or powders this one you actually have to take in this uh, a lot of times it's like an alcohol solution and you do it about 30 minutes before meditation and then by the time you lay down to do your meditation your mind will be quite stimulated by the nicotine and you can do what i call the blue sky network you can do a vipassana method you you can do any number of different methods of meditation and it actually doesn't result in the very best of what people describe as like uh, an empty mind or a clear mind What it does is because your default network is so stimulated and because you don't have a a task really requiring all of your cognitive energies your mind is just going to start throwing at you a lot of creative ideas for the creative challenges that you have so i would recommend before you do this you want to review your writing you know take a look at your flow chart of your writing take a look at your rough drafts and google docs or wherever you store these sort of things then do the nicotine then lay down sit down for 20 minutes of meditation and it really is quite a a potent combination uh, that will make you you know that'll make you a a real dangerous person the uh the 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 pen will be mightier than the sword for you and you may also want to check out brain fm which is a it's a web app and it's also an iphone app that produces this music that is um algorithmically designed to make you more focused more flow state more uh, flowy, I think, is the the phrase that the flow hackers are using, and it makes you uh, really focused. And yeah, I've found myself really just pumping out some pretty pretty. My best writing has resulted from when I'm doing the nicotine with the meditation with the brain FM. So good luck with that. If if you produce some really brilliant stuff while you're on this biohack cocktail that i recommend please send it my way and i will check it out we also heard from a some funny name i i hope this is not their real name that i'm that i'm butchering i hope it's not some uh some some ethnic name that i am mispronouncing uh i hope it's just a silly screen name and they said i feel great on tnf time but it dries me out, mouth, tears, and possibly other areas. And it gives me flank pain, which could be the kidneys. I could overcome the drying effect. It might be my all-time, if I could overcome the drying effect of TNF it could be my all-time favorite substance. The dry-out effect is more than an annoyance. Any ideas on how to overcome this side effect? Do you think TNF sulfate would cause the same dry mouth side effect is the dry mouth side effect hormonal? So I did do a little bit of research on this and dry mouth is a really common side effect of TNF It looks like it's about 20% of TNF users report this unpleasant dry mouth, and I unfortunately did not find any good solutions to this. I didn't find anyone saying that there was much of a, of a difference between using uh, T-neptine sulfate in regards to this. So I would say if t is your very favorite, then you may want to, you know, it's it's worth picking up some of the t sulfate to see if it's better or worse. In my looking through the anecdotal reports on TNeptine, I consistently found the the dry mouth complaint, but I didn't find anyone say that using TNeptine sulfate made much of a difference. So that's kind of bad news for you. I'll tell you the same thing that I said in I think my video review of TNeptine, which is that TNeptine is happiness that you don't deserve. You know, TNF Time is uh, utilizing a uh, a fairly invasive and uh, possibly a, a double-edged sword type biohack of your emotions and your mood. And I realize that uh, it does make you, it does give life some much-needed levity but it it's ultimately it's happiness you don't deserve it's just happiness that you're consuming 10 milligrams or 20 milligrams at a time and i would encourage you to maybe try to use it a little bit more sparingly and try to use some a uh, bit more natural solutions a uh, bit more natural antidepressant depressant solutions you are going to want to look at things like uh, loving-kindness meditation. Actually, for me, it produces uh, wh- what I like to call intermittent loving-kindness meditation. I swear I'm going to do a video on this soon because it's, it's pretty effective. It goes kind of like this. For about 10, 20 seconds, 10, 20 seconds every hour of the day, you want to wish someone well that you know so you want to think of like your mom your friend your roommate really anyone and you want to just wish them a nice day say hey i think that john doe is having a nice day today i hope things are working out well for them today and what this does is it really consistently does make you feel a little bit better and the life hack to this is that you do it when you go to the bathroom. Because if, if you're like most people, probably go to the bathroom about, about once an hour. I know I do, I, I consume a lot of liquids though. I, I drink a lot. So I go to the bathroom about once an hour and that's just kind of my little trigger to do my loving kindness meditation. So you can try things like that. I'll also direct your attention to the Y Nootropics flow chart, which I will link to. And in there, I have a list of different nootropics that have antidepressant effects. So you can, there's a lot of other things you can try other than TNeptine, because TNeptine is a, a double-edged sword. You may want to also look at Crotum. Crotum has uh, some mechanisms in con- in, uh, that, are, that are in common with TNeptine and it could be, it could be quite helpful for you. And there's, there's some other things like Rhodiola rosea. So I will add those two because those are, those are two natural nootropics that have a whole lot less downside that I think might uh, accomplish... Really, what you're looking for here, moving on, next question. We heard from James A. John, and he asked, "Is tyrazine better than modafinil? Okay, this is a uh, an apples to oranges type comparison because they're they're quite different, smart drugs. however, let's let's put it this way. So, Uh, modafinil is a vigilance, it's a vigilance agent that's going to make you really focused and really alert and really awake. Tyrosine is also going to make you pretty alert and awake. It gives you extra energy if you're underslept. So it has some similarities. Modafinil has about a eight to possibly 12 hour half-life whereas tyrosine's half-life is going to be a whole lot more like four hours five hours regarding price tyrosine is really cost effective it's quite cheap whereas modafinil is about if you're going to get a meaningful dosage from modafinil that's going to be about two to three dollars a day whereas with tyrosine you could get probably a two months supply of tyrosine for like 20 bucks. So it's a a pretty big difference. In regards to tolerance curve, tyrosine has a a, a quite mild, reasonable tolerance curve to it. You could use it, uh, I'm not sure if I'd use it every single day, but you could use it probably five days a week and you use the same dosage get about the same effect out of it whereas modafinil if you used modafinil for most people if you use it more than three times a week you're going to run into a really steep possibly quite undesirable tolerance curve so which one's better you really need to try both because they're they're quite different smart drugs Some people really love modafinil, like my friend that told me that he makes an extra $115,000 a year because of the extra focus and powers of cognition that modafinil unlocks for him. So there's people like that. But personally, I think tyrosine is probably a a better nootropic because it's just a, a more consistent performer. It has a wider range of beneficial effects and it works for a a higher proportion of people. There's a whole lot less reports of undesirable side effects from tyrosine. Next question, Jordan M asks, hey man, would you say there's a difference between Nupept and Peracetam? Which one gives your body more energy? Would you say, thanks in advance. I'm also aware Nupept is more potent But I'm just wondering your views on the effects. I think Paracetam is better. I think Paracetam is going to imbue more body energy. Paracetam has a much more pronounced vasodilation effect, which gets more blood flowing to your brain, which is just going to make you more energetic. I'm a huge fan of coffee. I I lived in Colombia for two years, and I got really hooked on really, really great coffee. And then I got a package of Paracetam in the mail. And believe it or not, I went off of coffee for... It came out to being about two months. I went completely off coffee because Paracetam really does a great job of just energizing you and giving you that energy and motivation that even there in that country where you're just surrounded by truly heavenly uh, dark nectar, I, d- I went off of it because paracetam is that effective in, or at least it was for me and, and for a lot of people, in imbuing that energy and that motivation to get after whatever you need to get after. That day, new pept gram for gram is more potent. You know, paracetam, you'll take something like three grams, maybe even four, five, six grams a day. Whereas with new pept, you're going to be taking, boy, a whole lot less. You're going to be taking maybe 20 milligrams, maybe 40 milligrams if you're really going to be pushing it. Some, some people really swear by Nupept, and it's, it's demonstrated in a handful of pretty good human studies to have a, a positive effect. There's a lot of people out there on the internet that find that it imbues the energy, the motivation. There's a lot of people that find a distinct anti-anxiety effect as a result of taking Nupept. So it's, it's, certainly, it's certainly worthwhile. It certainly does work for a lot of people. But if you're gonna make me choose between the two, definitely gonna go with Paracetam. And then the final question is from C. Fisher. And he was saying, hey man, I just moved to Baja, Mexico from Seattle. Tips for upping my Spanish game. Yeah, man, I, you, you must be loving it. I'm, I'm just imagining all that sunlight, the beach, uh, las fresas, mm, I'm, I'm just, I, I have actually, you know, it's been about 10 years since I was in Baja, Mexico, but I I remember it being pretty fricking great. I remember visiting uh, La Bafundo, there the the geyser right have, have you been to have you been to the geyser um check it out if if you haven't been there that's that's what i recall from uh baja mexico and i'm just thinking about seattle i'm thinking about just this this frozen hellscape surrounding the space needle so uh congratulations on your relocation good call on that Yeah, for upping your Spanish game, got a couple of recommendations. Duolingo, you probably already know about Duolingo. I tried a bunch of different apps and I really think that's the best one because it teaches you all those different vocabulary items and then it also teaches you the complex grammar structures. It does it in a pretty intuitive way. It's free. Um, And then I'll give you a more social recommendation that for me really brought my fluency to the next level is you want to actually hire a private Spanish teacher and you want to sit down with them and take a couple of your own personal hero stories. Take a couple of anecdotes from your own life you know think of a couple of stories from your own life that are like your favorite stories to tell people maybe it's like uh, a time that you went on a vacation with your family when you were a kid and something crazy happened or a time that you were hanging out with your buddies and you guys almost died because something crazy happened. Or it could be a, uh, a romantic episode of your life. Or it could be a time that you met a famous person. You know, you want to think of uh, anecdotes that are very close to your heart. And sit down with your private Spanish instructor. And you're going to have them help you translate these anecdotes into your into your second language. And then you're going to tell them these stories in your second language, and you're gonna do it over and over and over. You're gonna have quite a bit of repetition for you to be able to repeat these stories in your second language. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna be socializing, hanging out with people, and you're going to start telling them these stories. And because these are, like, great stories, because these are, like, stories that, you know, really make your eyes light up, because these are stories that are so emotional for you, you're going to get, like, all this, you're going to get positive feedback from your friends there in Mexico telling these stories. And what this does is it provides an emotional context, uh, a quite powerful emotional context, to these really disparate, complicated, confusing vocabulary items and grammar structures that you are trying to wrap your head around. And it it really will help you to make friends also. I have this story, it's probably my best story ever. And it's the time that I was on a first date with a Russian girl and I caught on fire. I literally caught on fire. And then we fell in love, of course. It's it's a pretty good story. And I had my Spanish teacher. Uh, we went through and we translated all of this story. And then, of course, I told it to practically, practically everyone that I met in <laughs> Colombia and Panama. And it, it really did uh, engender me to to uh, making a lot of friends quickly in those places because it's it's a great story as you can imagine. So try that. Uh, that'll be a game changer for you. A couple of other things. I did an article on one of my other websites where I created a spreadsheet of pickup lines in Espanol because I was a single guy, pretty active dating life when I was living in Colombia and... What I did was I took a lot of the material from like real social dynamics and from the art of charm. And I was going out on dates with different girls practically every week. And I just started to adapt a lot of like, not like really corny, stupid pickup lines, like, uh, eres uh, eres un angel, has caído uh, de los cielos. Like none of that, like dumb stuff, but like actual, like effective social dynamics material. I translated it from English to Spanish, and I've got uh, over a hundred lines. And what I could do is I could I could share that with you. And a lot of it is like pretty silly stuff, but you know, uh, Latin cultures they're they're kind of silly. Um, so so s- silliness matters. So what I'll do is I will link to that spreadsheet and you can check out some of my material. Uh, you may like it, some of it Some of it may, may help you down there. Uh, two more things. There was another app called SuperMemo that uses what's called the spaced repetition model of memory to teach you vocabulary items. It's, it's kind of a, a new approach and uh, you can learn a lot of vocabulary items. It's not, as great, a ma- uh, it's not a, as great an app as Duolingo, but still probably worth your attention. So you may want to check out SuperMemo. And then finally, uh, another suggestion that was really a game changer for me is record yourself in social interactions. So you're going to install a little app on your smartphone, that is going to turn your smartphone into a tape recorder and when you're meeting friends for dinner or drinks or on a date or whatever just pull out your phone nonchalantly and hit the little record button and then just leave your phone on the table as people do and you'll record the conversation and then don't share the don't share the the the, don't share the audio file because that would be uh that would be kind of a, a betrayal of trust and Possibly illegal, but record the MP3s and then listen back to yourself. And at first, you will be horrified. You'll you'll be uh, you'll notice a lot of unpleasant little habits, little ticks in your verbal style. But you can improve those, and you'll improve quite a while over time. And it really will step up your Spanish game. Uh, as you asked and those are the questions that we received this week as a call to action i'll mention that we're doing mastermind groups now we're doing a european and a north american mastermind call on saturdays and i've got a pretty effective uh, format set of incentives Uh, a kind of a special thing going on with these mastermind groups to make sure that we're uh, really helping each other out with accountability and with uh, keeping each other motivated because there's all of these, you know, great biohacking things and smart drugs and diet hacks and meditation and all that jazz that we can do to make us a whole lot more motivated to go after the things that really matter in life. But there's also a motivational mechanism that comes into play when we know that other people expect us to be doing certain things within a certain time frame. And it's, it's, it's inequalable, right? It's, it's something that is, that's, that it's quite difficult to, uh, to reproduce pharmacologically or otherwise. So I will invite you to join our, it's called the Limitless Mindset Secret Society mastermind group and there's a European time zone one and a North American one so you don't have to uh, do these phone calls at a a time that's going to be really inconvenient to you. So if that interests you, you'll want to send me an email through the form that you can find on my website and as always I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset and I look forward to a continued conversation with you. legal notices if you or someone you know developed or created a concept piece of content or idea shared on this show please email us at info at so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink we want to give credit where credit is due As a listener to the Limitless Mindset Podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.